everyone it's me shay carrie and today i have a guest by the name of riley hi and as you know this is called drinks and desserts and my drink and dessert today and um so i have my glass of wine as you guys know sutter holmes white zinfandel is my favorite wine and i try to make brownies from scratch for the first time ever and it came out actually pretty delicious and now i got these nice delicious Hersey fudge and caramel brownies that I'm about to devour after I eat this dinner that I made and that drink was so delicious so that's our drink and dessert for today and as you all know we call everything the power of you so I have Riley on here who identifies as non-binary I literally almost said (laughs) non-nine I don't know where that came from no at all uh, that was just the weirdest my brain was just like number nine like yeah nah I'm not is that Russian or German I don't know he identifies no <laughs> no like okay <laughs> it's non-binary <laughs> and when this will be uploaded it'll be trans day of visibility so Happy Trans Day of Visibility, everybody, which is exciting. I actually just started watching, because um, I like to binge watch everything. I can't just watch something and wait for a new season. I have to binge watch it, and then a new season comes on. I watch both seasons at one time, and then I complain, because I just now did the same thing that I hate doing. <laughs> but <laughs> I am binge watching Pose, finally. Finally. Uh, finally. Gosh. <laughs> and... It is so good. Like, second of all, I was going to watch polls actually kind of anyways. Just for the simple fact that I absolutely, without a doubt, love me some Billy Porter. I saw Billy Porter at Kiki Boots Live on my birthday two years ago. It was amazing. But Liz, Liz went. Liz never even heard of Kiki Boots. I'm like, Liz, it was so funny because Liz was visiting. So I was like, I know you're visiting and you already bought your Greyhound ticket and you're coming in a week. I just want you to know, um, Today, I bought tickets to a Broadway show on my birthday. You can come, or you can just stay at my house. And Liz was like, "Are you what?" <laughs> and but we both got tickets, and it was amazing. Billy Porter. It was with both Stark Sands and Billy Porter. I was like, "Liz, we have to go because the two original people are back." And I yeah. cannot miss my chance to see Kinky Boots, which is also leaving Broadway in a month from now. It, I think it leaves in probably like three weeks, two three weeks. Oh wow. It's mm-hmm. been on for so long. Yeah, I think like six and a half, seven years now. That was a great run. It's so good. So it was so good. Oh my god. But yeah, like Pose was is so good. Also, Leif Ashley is in it, and yes. Also, they have a, a few people that's in it. I was like, ooh, look at this. Mm-hmm. Amazing. And they have um um Jackson, Dominique Jackson, isn't it? Yes, love that. I got to meet her in real life, and she's just so amazing. Yeah, she was at the table next to ours, and I was like, "Oh!" And my that's my friend told me too. Like, oh, she's on pose, and I was like, "I hope they don't like equate the two too. Be like, oh yeah, these drag queens. Oh, actually, and like kind of confuse the fact that these people are drag queens, and you know, drag queens can be trans, but a good drag queens aren't trans. So I hope they don't like confuse the two, and then you know how mainstream medium does it it's just like oh and like let's bash these people and it's just like mm. <laughs> yeah. it, and it's just like so 
I know I very much enjoy the attention that ballroom culture and like trans identities are being shown in mainstream media now. It's really great. Uh, but I was reading this really good article on them about like, why don't we have like mediocre trans people just in television about like just a person like in the background or like storylines not focusing on people's transitions and it's just yeah that would be really great because you know we aren't just our transitions like as as much as people want to like I think media nowadays wants to broadcast transition to be like hey like we're allies we support this but it it's not a way of showing allyship it's really just like it's it's very performative and it's it's not any true like care for the community it's just being like oh we know this one thing about you but like i'm not just my transition it's i'm so much more than just that yeah i actually was talking about that because i was telling a friend how i was doing into the interview with the podcast before this one with is that um you know we talking about allyship and i mentioned this and i'm you know i mentioned this thing too and i was just like my thing was no matter how how good someone's intentions are you guys will hear this in nope because that's part two you'll hear it like three four weeks from now again but no matter how good an ally's intentions are it is not your job i this is how i personally feel about allyship yes you can stick up for people yes in the moment in which they need you to you can speak for them but as an ally your job is not to speak up for anyone and your job is not to speak for anyone. Your job is to be in front of them as a shield so that when they do speak up, whatever comes their way that can be harmful or negative, you can deflect because it's not going to like have any type of actual wound inflection, inflictions on your personal life. It's not your personal being. I'm not like, oh, yeah, like whatever. Like if I'm around and I hear people, first of all, you know, I'm confrontational. It's a Sagittarius to me. I don't really care. But I have no problems being like, you know, you sound stupid. And I know people get, I, I tell family, I tell my mother that. You sound crazy. Don't say that. I don't like it. Also, on Family Feud, and I took a picture of it and I sent it to my little group that I'm part of. We were talking about this. It literally said, let me go to this message because I was so mad when I saw it. It said, what will make you break up with your girlfriend? And it said, is slash was a man that's fucked up and i said what i had to i doubled when i say i looked twice i was like am i reading that's the most the same thing everybody else reading did i huh what yeah and it said is was a man and that was like the number two answer gosh and it just it shows yeah i was like society is because that's not just (laughs) from random people you know like it's the best answers answers yeah i was just so in shock because i'm like they put not only they put that on tv but everybody was okay with that answer and my mom was like well i'm like well nothing just say you don't like trans people and go (laughs) like i don't need that in my life I, i just feel like that should they literally should have just been like that's not an acceptable answer Literally, just because they, they feel that way doesn't mean it's correct. But if the answer was, she's black, we will all be looking side-eyed. And then, and I hate to use that analogy because it's like, there are black trans people, obviously, but mm-hmm. 
they didn't just ask just white people. They asked people of all races. Mm-hmm. If it had something that truly absolutely conflicted with that person's race, it would have been an issue. Yeah. They wouldn't have put they wouldn't have put that on TV. There's no way they'd be like, oh, she's she's Mexican. That wouldn't have been put on TV. You know that for a fact. Like the TV, my mom was like, Well, they did. That's the point though. Like they felt so comfortable putting it on TV. My mom was just like Looking, we both. I feel like we both were just staring at the TV. Like, are we reading? Because I'm like, look what they said. My mom was like, "What?" And I was like, "What?" And she was like, "What?" And we both were just looking. And Capri, my sister, was just like, "Dang, that, that was a very bold thing to do." And we're all like watching the show. Like, this is extremely bold to do. Yeah, <laughs> it was out of line and wrong. Just because, like, it. You know, we know trans people know, like. If we're, you know, I think the comparison of, like, racism is a very good comparison. You know, like, we know, as as someone who's a person of color as well, like, I know that people are racist. The same way as a trans person, I know people are transphobic. There is no need for me to get a constant reminder that transphobia is alive and well in places that I live in. And, like, not just places that I live in, but, like, in media. There is no need for that. Yeah, exactly. Just because it's a, it's a thing doesn't mean I need to know about it. And it's not the want to make my life a bubble. It's just like trying to have some type of self-care and some type of like awareness from the transphobia. Because if I was to allow my life to become this like everlasting amount of transphobia, I would not be here. Like that consumes people and then leads to like our high amount of suicide. That's the reason why, because we have so many people that are like, oh, well, this is here, but why would I, Mm -hmm. like, this isn't something that I need to keep going with, because that's not going to make me happy, let me live a productive life. Like, there's so many other things I need to fight for. That's something I need to, like, just put over there, push it in a different way. Because at the end of the day, like, their transphobia isn't going to like, I'm not going to let it affect me as much as, like, it really can. Like, I, allyship, my thing is, like, people, I, I'm not going to beg you to defend me and stick up for me and da 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 You know, I, I don't have time to beg. Either you're doing it because you know that's what you should be doing or you're not. But what I'm not going to do is beg for someone. Like, I feel like people are like, well, at least I'm an ally for you. So be happy with what with that. Like, okay, at least I'm sticking up for you. At least I'm doing this. Be happy with that. And you see a lot as far as, like, allyship. I feel like you see people like, well, at least I'm sticking up for you. At least I'm doing this and this, and I don't have to. Like, I feel like allies are always looking for a way out. I feel like they built themselves up to be this really great person, and now it's come time to actually show what you're putting out there, and you don't even want to do it. So now you're looking for a way out because now you all of a sudden, you you feel attacked because I said, no, you're not allying for me the way I need you to. I tell people all the time, if you are going, if we are out in public, I feel like when I'm with like friends, like I was saying, you know, I go to like, I used to go to marches a lot, but I had to stop because it was like, we were constantly being baited, baited to act a certain way, do this. And when you go to marches and you have a mixed crowd that is not there for everything that you need them to be there for. If I am there for Black Lives Matter and I have white people who are there and they are allies, no lie, white people, y'all be real rowdy at a Black Lives Matter event. And you are not going to be people blamed for it. Mm-hmm. So you need to stop. 
stop right now. And you be real rowdy. And then you'll tell them, like, look, this is not what we need. We need you guys to just be our shields, to just protect us physically. Just stand here. And if we do get cussed out, for you to be like, look, no, this ain't it. This is what we need. We do not need you to scream, yell, and shout at the police because you will not be shocked. This will, you will not be beat. And then people are like, this is what I'm doing. My ancestors fought for this. At least I'm here. At least I'm here. If you truly want to be there, there is no at least I'm here. That's not about that they're being with because you hear all the time and after that, like women who are like, well, we should include men in feminism because men are part of feminism. Ain't no one saying you can't be a feminist and be a man. All women are saying is when you are here, we do not need a man to speak for us. What we need is when someone tell me that I am being loud, being crazy, and being wrong for you to step in and be like, no, that's not the case, you know? Mm-hmm. That's what I feel like as women, like, in whatever the moment is, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, an ally, your job is not to speak actually for me. I don't need you to speak for me. Actually, for myself, I'm grown. And if I wasn't grown, I'm still me. <laughs> like, I don't need you to speak for me. There are some people who cannot speak for themselves. That's absolutely correct. Children are not listened to by other people. But it's not your job. It's like it's not my job to say you did this to your kids without me knowing that. I know this because this is what the children tell me. Mm-hmm. I did not make this up on my own. You know, tell you how you should feel as a non-binary person or what that means to you. That's not my life or my struggle. That's not why I'm here. If I'm going to be an ally, if you tell me this is how I feel and this is what I need for you to do, then that's what I need for you to do. And, you know, not everyone feels the same way. Not every non-binary person feels the same way. Not every black person or any, like, bisexual person. Not everybody feels the same way. There are some women out there who literally think she for he is okay. I personally believe that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. But if you for it, you for it. And that's your, that's your feminism. Because mm-hmm. feminism I- has never excluded men. All it has done is ask for men to recognize that your issues did not come from women. I think something with uh, going back on allyship, like something I, last year, going on the week of like trans, trans visibility, last year for my job, we did trans week of visibility with a bunch of programs, a whole week of just making sure that trans people felt welcome and supported. Mm-hmm. Uh, um and we had a panel and someone was just like i need an ally i need an accomplice and that's how i feel allyship is to me like i don't need someone to say oh i believe you i support you no i need someone for when i'm being misgendered i want them to be like no their pronouns are they them theirs do not misgender me i need someone who if i'm like having a rough day someone who's going to be like how are you doing how can i make this better someone who's going to go to the rallies with me and not take up space like a lot of allies do. What they end up doing is taking up space. And that's not what I need you to do. I need you to step back because when you're taking up space, what you're telling me is that your feelings, your cis feelings are more important than mine. And honey, they are not. They're not more important than mine. And you're in your making like your discomfort very well known and something I'm very like adamant about is like if you're having discomfort you need to sit in there and you need to like really think about it because there's a reason why you're expressing these feelings but don't come to me and tell me why because I'm I'm just trying to live my life like you're trying to be this ally but you're not but also with allyship I think is like you know no 
and I, I hate when people say this, even though I'm about to say it, but I'm not going to mean it in this way. But I hate when people say, oh, there's always someone out there going through worse than you. As I was telling someone to yesterday, I don't give a dang what someone was going through that's worse than you. Your struggle is still your struggle if it's a real struggle. Mm-hmm. I'm saying real struggle because, once again, these children in this college mission, but the how they were on the bus with the people who went to Birmingham, and they got beat up. They got tear gas. They got fire holes. They got dogs. And they got thrown in jail for the same amount of time. They were truly dying. <laughs> like, you know, like, truly dying. Mm-hmm. All because black people couldn't eat at a restaurant and take the freaking bus. They were dying, and they never spoke for the black people they were defending. Mm-hmm. They never, they only spoke up when they were not able to defend themselves. And that's what, like, allyship is supposed to be about. It's not about you getting kudos. Like, someone said, oh, you do all these things, and you, you never mention it, da-da-da. Why would I brag about helping kids? That's common sense. And they're like, well, you don't even like kids. You don't want kids. I, I actually love kids. I'm actually, I'm actually really great with kids. I personally do not really, truly want them because children are a burden that my millennial behind cannot afford. This ain't the way to go. Okay, right. I like to travel the world. If I have a baby, then I have to get married. And now I know people keep saying you don't have to get married, but I am not having kids by no man who ain't my husband because ain't no way you're just going to be able to up and leave me and this kid easily. Like, there's no need to, why are you going to break up with me? And I believe in open relationships and poly relationships. Go get your little girlfriend and go be happy. She can't live here, but go be happy. You got to live here. You got to come home every night. You should be watching this kid every day. Yeah, it's like allyship isn't you know, what you have done for other people. I don't care what I've done for other people because I know I did it out the kindness of my heart. I give, when I have it, I do it. When I have the mental capacity to be out there in the front lines, I do it. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing it for fun. Like, y'all, y'all think going to things, are, like, this is fun? I was saying, like, you know, my mental health got shot after I watched a movie called Detroit, and it gave me severe nightmares. Severe nightmares are like, white people kidnapped and killing me a lot because Detroit was a harsh movie. Then that boy had just died, got shot with a cop. The same boy who his, the officer was acquitted yesterday. He had just got shot. I think I watched Detroit. Then that um, two trans women had died. Then all this stuff happened at one time. And I was like, I cannot continue to follow this life. Like, yeah. it's not working out. And I'll say, you know, I unfollow people all the time, but it's not about unfollowing them because I hate the content. It's my mental health comes first. But when I can't do it, I do it. And that's what, that's what allyship is about. No, like, you are purposely choosing to super and overextend yourself. And then you're backlashing on other people. And that's how I feel like a lot of kids talk about their parents. You are my mm-hmm. parent. I did not ask anyone. I did not ask you to do these things. You are overextending yourself because personally, at the end of the day, you need to live. Your kids need to live and you need to live. And that's why you're overextending yourself. And that's absolutely understandable. As my ally, you ain't doing this for your own livelihood. You can just stop. You don't have to be my ally on the front lines. Maybe once a month, I'll call you and talk to you. As an ally, it's not your job to tell me, well, be happy I'm here. No, like, you be happy you're here. <laughs> like, who you think you are? <laughs> like, if you're going to say that, then you're truly not an ally. You're just doing this for points. And you know what? Like, that's not my life. My life isn't summed up in points and then you get a cookie, you know? Like, your allyship ain't anything if you're just here because you want an Instagrammable photo, because you want someone to be like, oh yeah, I did go to that thing. That means I'm okay. I did my good, my good ally thing for the year. No, that's not what allyship's about. Like you were there 
to what I was saying earlier, be an accomplished. That is why accomplished. That's why you are there. You're not there for points because our communities aren't point systems. Like we're, you know, there, our communities are dying all the time because people think our lives are not valid. So they kill us. So if you're just here for points, then be go leave. Yeah. Especially when the points come from like, my thing is like nine people who put on social media is those people. I always relate this back to this because people ain't got no sense. Now I am not talking, you know, just about white people. When I say this, this one, this example will be about white people. As anthropologists, they're white people. Let me tell you something. Stop saying you're gonna go to these other countries and teach them what they already know. You know, people know this, right? Like, do not tell me you are about to go to, like, worn-torn or politically worn-torn Brazil, for instance, because Brazil and Argentina, or not Argentina, uh, what's the place next to Argentina? Chile, they're going through it, okay? <laughs> they are going through it right now. So, uh, people will be like, I'm going to go and help them. Um... Um, I don't say radicalized. What's the word when they get them in a group to go fight wars? Whatever the word is, I can't think of it, but I do know it. I ain't stupid. Um, but they're going to help them get together to fight. First of all, we can't even fight in our own country. What you talking about? We are in shambles here. And you think you're going to help these people rally? You think you're going to help indigenous people in Chile and Brazil? And let's be very clear here. Brazil has the second largest black population in the world. You think you about to go to a black country, a black indigenous, like, who are you helping? Because you're not helping the black and indigenous people here. <laughs> and you think you're going to go somewhere where their media is literally controlled by the government. Mm-hmm. They, have, they are on a literal media shutdown in Brazil. They cannot broadcast anywhere in the world, and they do not let the world broadcast in Brazil. It has been that way for decades now. You cannot go there and say you're going to help these people and then you're white and then you get there. Like, I know people who literally don't, just don't know that Brazil... I, I have a friend who... She's black, though. But I always tell people, I'm like, Brazil has, has had the second largest black population in the world for decades. Brazil was the second largest slave port besides America. You going as a white person to a country that has more indigenous peoples and more black people than anywhere else in the world and you don't even know that. I've had to tell people that. Like, what do you people think people in Brazil look like? And they're like, well, I'm like, you do, you're, gonna, you're going to meet Black people. And now you're going to explain to Black people why you, as a white American, has now come to America to tell them the way they are trying to fight for their freedom is wrong when the Black people in your own country doesn't have freedom. You make no sense. And I know so many anthropologists, white women, who come back and are like, oh my God, like we were not receptive. It's like the people who constantly go to Jamaica to talk to the guerrilla warfare people. I can't think of the group there. And they get shut down every year. They have been shutting y'all down for 60, 60, 70 years now. Y'all need to stop going to Jamaica because it, it just that's not how life works. It just does not work that way. You cannot, as an anthropologist who you should have done your research first, thought that it was okay and somehow they gave you a grant to even go to brazil and chile and do this to the people you cannot help them and then your whole thing is well i want to also record my help you're not helping you're not you're not there because you want to be there 
I get it. You're an anthropologist. That's part of your job. You want you you want to do your ethnographies, your documentaries. You know, you were just start making up stuff like that one man who said the pyramids were built by aliens. Like, you just make it up, okay? At this point, just go. Or it's like, even then, you also have people who they mean well. You know, people mean well, and you have these people who think they just bought the all of a sudden just show up and be like, I can just help all, like, like, um, poor people. And, you know, this one is, you know, because even though you have white people who's going to Brazil, we also must understand that we also have black people who also go to Africa and Brazil and they think that people live in huts. You are also black. You have zero rights as a black American. You have more rights as a black American than most people in the world. And that's actual facts. And unfortunately, it might seem like we don't. That's a fact you really have more rights than most people in the world and you're going out there to these people countries to tell them i don't think you're fighting a war right i i think you should get your rights this way black people do it all the time so that's what i'm saying like even though i was mentioning white people as that example i was just doing that one example because they don't know people in brazil are black other black people don't know people in brazil are black they know people in africa are black and then they show up to africa and tell them oh like you're actually kind of rich oh well you live in this big house well what the hell you you know, Africa, a continent, um, it's the largest continent, if I'm not mistaken. Like, you thought everybody in this big-ass continent and all these countries, like, I literally know someone who's in their mid-30s who went to Kenya. And I'm a part of a black traveling group on Facebook. And, but I also know this person. And they literally said they were shocked to find that people in Kenya had big houses. What? And I said, well, what did you think they lived in? Like, Macy. Yeah. Please explain to me, you are 42 years old with children who are grown. Explain to me what you thought the people in the Kenya lived in. And she's just like, well, I just assume like everybody like lived in like these mud houses and da 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 like I see on TV. I said, you did zero research? And she's like, well, I, I, I know what I know. So that means no. Your answer was no. Stop going to people's countries trying to help them. Like she was there to help them like do like some radical rehoming thing. The homing thing was not for the people necessarily in Kenya. It was because Kenya had that earthquake and that mudslide like Nigeria had. Um, but this was like before that, a little bit right before uh, Nigeria's mudslide. And so they were rebuilding the homes that just got messed up by the mudslide. She thought people was homeless, just lived outside. That's what she thought she was going to do. And so when she got there and it wasn't what she thought, she was upset because they were like, we're helping people rebuild part of their mansions. It's not their fault, you poor Macy. You shouldn't have went. <laughs> like... But like, yeah, allyship is not about, your allyship should be deep rooted in research. And if maybe you can't find anything and maybe you want to talk, but don't just pick people's brains for the sake of wanting to do it, you know? And deep rooted in actually giving a crap about the community that you are trying to perform your allyship for. Like, yes. like actually loving that community and caring about them. And honestly, like, having a stake in it, you know, having a trans mm-hmm. friend, like not just one, um, <laughs> or having a sibling that's trans, like, you know, people who are like, you know, I'm allies, like, are just like random people who don't even know someone who's trans, like, then how do you even have a stake in this? Like, I don't, like, as much as I want to believe that there are people out there who like care about the trans community or about any community that they are showing allyship to and don't have a stake in it, like a lot of times it's not that. And a lot of times if you don't have a stake in it, you, you're not seeing the full picture because you don't know someone who is actually deeply affected by these issues that are happening in 
any country, but more or less like a country that says they are free and people are allowed to be here and be themselves, but they actually don't give a fuck about us. Yeah, like, I told you all the time, you can't, and I'm a firm believer, and I've said this on like social media on numerous occasions, and I'm a I'm self-firm believer in this. You cannot go out into the world and expect to help the world when your home is in the same type of rubble. Mm-hmm. It makes no sense. You cannot go to a different country. Like people are like, oh my God, like go to a different country. And they were all upset how Russia has like all these like, now, but, but I mean, Russia was, uh, was an extreme thing, but like how like it's, you know, legal to be gay, but it's like, there are states where it's still legal to be gay in America. What is wrong with you? Was stupid? Like, I know people are like, oh, we should go to Russia and like protest. First of all, no, do not do that. They're going to throw you in jail. Like, you cannot go to jail in a different country. You're not thinking. But you're literal. I'm not saying that Mike Pence went to Ireland. But what I'm saying is, you know, and it's like, they're like, oh, in, in Canada, they just banned the, um, they didn't pass the law. They vetoed the law that basically said conversion therapy would be illegal today. And they, Canada was like, nope, it's still legal. Let's keep it. And people are like, I can't believe this. Um, yeah. Y'all, y'all know that the man from Indian, Indiana, I ain't trying to say that he's y'all VP, but what I'm saying is y'all VP from Indiana. Y- y'all know he on board with that, right? Like, really? you, how, you want to go, like, people are like, we should go to Canada and work out. Do not think you got to go to a separate country and act the fool. Okay, like, I already have to buy a freaking visa to go to Trinidad and stuff. They have raised the prices in Turkey because y'all was out there Acting a fool. Can't even go to Jerusalem. I can't even enjoy. First of all, there is no longer enjoying Mexico. Okay, you can no longer enjoy that. Acting a fool. You know why? They not even go to Mexico acting a fool. Y'all acting a fool in your own country with the Mexicans. Can't go enjoy no nothing. Now all I have to do is go to freaking London. That y'all are thinking y'all can go and liberate other people. And that's how I feel about, like, trans people when I meet. And now, obviously, I'm not a trans person or whatever. But it's like, I've always, and I mean, we've known each other for freaking ever. You know, we've known each other for nine years. Yeah. Yeah, we've known each other for nine years. And I was, I told, uh, told Lisa that the other day. I said, Lisa, 2019, I've known you for uh, nine years. <laughs> or eight years. I've known Lisa for eight years. <laughs> but it's like... You, I cannot expect me to really be up here and be like, like, I'll say if it was different if I didn't know you and then all of a sudden I'm like, hi, um, I run a podcast and I would like to interview. I think that's weird. Please <laughs> don't try to bring me on as like that. But I know I would feel so awkward to just, and there's someone who don't feel awkward. And, you know, sometimes it works in their benefit. You know, maybe you could have been like, yeah, sure, whatever, whatever. But, you know, you wouldn't have known how that would interview would have came out. You wouldn't know if I was truly here to talk yeah. to you and be for you. You know what I'm saying? And I'm always, like, weary when I'm like, oh, God, what is your, what? And they're like, like someone else is like, oh, I have a, my, my cousin is trans. Just ask them, they'll do it. And I was like, that feels weird to me. Yeah. It just feels very weird to me because I feel like now that's also a topic where people are like, well, trans people are people, so you should treat them regularly. I understand that. You think I don't know that? You think I'm stupid? I don't know people are people. People? I know that. But at the end of the day, when you're talking about a subject that literally affects people in a way where people's families are disowning them, or people's families are beating on them, where they're being abused, when they're being 
constantly and consistently killed. Mm-hmm. There is no just reaching out out of nowhere. No, that's just, that's awful. And just, you know, that's a, that's definitely one of those topics, like, I'm not going to go and, and, you know, there's so many things that could happen. Like, in my own case, like, you know, if I, you know, wasn't comfortable with this, like, you could have outed me to my coworkers, to my, to my friends, to my family. New York just a month ago made it that, you know, you don't get um, discriminated against based on your gender identity. You don't get conversion therapy. There is no, um, um, I can't think about it right now. But in when you're in courts, you can't just be like, oh, well, this person was gay or trans. Yeah. And that's yeah. why. Um, like this just happened. Like we were just talking about before, like how people go to other countries that are talking about conversion therapy. Like 75% of America still has conversion therapy on the mm-hmm. table. Like that is such an abusive, disgusting, like people kill themselves because of this. Like, and you want to go to another country and talk about that? No, like we hear like the big part that bothers me um, is when people are talking about allyship and talking about like trans rights in general um, and basically LGBT rights or just like, oh, we're allowed to get married. I'm sorry, but like you may be allowed to be, be married, but I'm not allowed to be a person. So yeah. like maybe your right to marry is great, but like if I can't go to another state and feel like I can go to the bathroom there, then I'm not allowed to be a human being, but you're allowed to marry. All right, cool, cool, great. Like trans people are the reason why people have the right to marry like it was a trans person of color who threw the first brick at stonewall it was trans people of color who allowed the riots to happen there's trans people of color that are still having this burden on their back and people do not respect them do not care about them and they're the people who are getting murdered every day in this country but we don't respect them it's bull crap and lgbt lgb QIA, the rest of the acronym, just like have this huge like token of just being like, oh yeah, we love trans people, but you know what? It's our, our own community that hates us the most. And if we're going to like preach acceptance, if we're going to be this like community that wants us to be cared for, we have to care for each other. And I see this a lot in my own community of just the other day, this, uh, unfortunately it happens to be a big thing with like cis white gay men they are huge proponents of being um of just honing transphobia and like a huge flag of of transphobia is what they're always waving because they are uncomfortable with it you know what that's just it's disgusting it's not okay and all this to say that this um, person was like, oh, I don't believe in non-binary people. Like, you are just a fraud. You are nothing. And wow, like, you were just throwing the hate that people threw onto you to us. And that's yeah. just disgusting. And it, it doesn't allow for our community to keep going. It is people like that. It is people like performative allies that hold my community back because at the end of the day, we should have so many more rights than we do and the reason we don't have it is because all these people are like oh yeah look at this look at all we've done no we have so much more to more. do and exactly like that's the reason why like days like trans day of 
remembrance is a big thing and transient visibility is not that huge because we only remember people for the deaths and the murders that happen in our community. We don't care about the fact that we are successful, we are living, we deserve love. And that's what transient visibility is about. But transient exactly. visibility is to talk about the deaths and that's not what we should be talking about anymore. Like yeah. we more than the deaths that we have. We now need to talk about how it is to live in this country and support each other and have people who love us. It's, I don't understand why it's not that big of a thing because like, we're so amazing. Like coming out to myself in general was such a huge burden lifted. And, you know, there are so many more, we were talking about kids earlier that, you know, there's kids and elders who like aren't allowed to be themselves because this country that we live in doesn't care about us. And uh, a big thing that happens when trans people get older, they go back into the closet or like LGBT people in general go back in the closet because once we get to a certain age, people don't care about us, people don't love us and people are violent towards us. And we should be caring about every single part of people's lives because you know, coming out when you're 20 is amazing, but when you're 60, you're still a person. Uh, Mm -hmm. So it's just like, we really need to start caring about like the living people and honoring the people who have died because of their lives. We need to make sure that we are caring for the living, breathing trans people because then these other people died for no reason. Exactly. And it's like, you know, like what you're saying about you're still people. I feel like a lot of times what people tend to forget in their lives in general is that there is for for most people in the world is I'm gonna I'm gonna say there's always someone out there who are looking down on you for the same things you're looking down on someone else for. It's you like someone being non-binary, I just feel it's not affecting my life. Like things that truly do not affect my life that does not also harm the others not like i don't know i can't think of something right now that might affect my life that actually harms other people but if it does not you know harm (laughs) if it doesn't harm you or other people what is the issue like none of your business because it did not hurt you and people are acting like personally victimized what yeah. did that do to you? And you also mentioned um, this, and I was, I was telling a friend this back when what was going on in your life and like coming out to yourself and doing these things. And I was saying like, I was like, I remember when I was just did not know. I was just like, okay, whatever. Like my friends are just going to tell me <laughs> like whatever. And I was saying like how the one day, it's stupid that I remember this day, but I remember this day outside of this conversation for it being the fact that it was a day we were in the summer um, that summer, and <laughs> remember when oh. Seneca Hall, um, yeah, remember when Seneca Hall fire thing got off, so we had to stay for 24 hours to do rounds, that was oh. our day, that was the day we were there, and you were saying to me, like, and I hope you don't mind me sharing this, if you do, I'll just cut it out, but <laughs> you're just like, yeah, like, I don't, and I was telling you, like, I learned this new term today, and I was like, all of a sudden, and you're like, what new term? And I'm like, cis, cisgendered, and you're like, this is the dumbest term, I think this term is so dumb, da 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 and I was like, no, no, it's a great term, I'm gonna use it, you're like, don't use that term, this term is stupid, and then, like, two hours later, you, like, come back, and you're like, 
okay, I thought it over. It's actually not stupid. I, just, I overreacted. And then, like, so they were having this whole conversation. You're like, I don't really identify. He's like, I don't know if I want to, like, identify as a woman. If I want to identify as a man. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Whatever that means. And I'm like, on, like, Google, and I'm coming back later, like, Google told me that means that you are not binary. You're like, what does that even mean? And I'm like, Google said. <laughs> and I'm like, Googling. And I'm like, okay, I'll be back later. And I'm like, come back later. Well, I Googled more and Google said that you might be trans. They're like, no, I don't think trans. I think I'm just kind of manly. Like, I'm, I'm butch. I think I'm just going to be butch. But Google said that's not butch. And you're like, what does Google know? And I'm like, oh, I guess this is right. Like, I'm not the person living this life. Later came back. I know what you told me that you was, but Google also, you're like, Stop Googling things. I'm like, I'm trying to be supportive. And I don't know what you're talking about, so I got to Google because clearly this ain't my life I'm living. You're the one telling me you're not sure what to identify as. I'm just letting you know Google said you can be non-binary. <laughs> like, you're like, okay. And then you went the phase of like, okay, now I'm non-binary. Call me this. And I'm like, okay, cool. We're just going with it. And everyone's just like, you're just listening to this. I was like, it's not my life. It's literally... <laughs> Not only is it not like it was literally not personally affecting me, it is not harming anyone else. So yeah, non-binary days them. And at first I was like, I am not even sure what this means. So now I gotta Google non-binary all over again. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're going through this whole like they them thing. And then you're telling me, like, well, I feel like I might be trans. And I'm like, yeah, because Google had told me like three <laughs> years ago. And you're like, we're done with this. You're, you're not gonna keep breaking up like Google and I'm Listen, all I know is what Google tells me. I don't know nothing else. I ain't talking about your personal life with no one, so I don't know. You know, Google is the one who told me. And you're like, okay, now I'm trans. I'm like, okay, now we're trans. Cool, cool, cool. I know these things. And I'm like, Google, like, trans, non-binary. Like, and I'm just like going through this whole thing of like, okay, yeah, be supportive, friend. Because in my mind, I'm just like, it that's not it's not my right to be like no you're wrong even though i was trying to force you to be like yes i'm right but i'm like listen <laughs> i can see with my own two eyes i see <laughs> that what you may be thinking it was more so and you correct me if i'm wrong but i feel like it was like more so you being like no i'm not trans I'm like no I'm not, I'm not binary more so out of fear and rejection than Correct. actually you know and i'm just live your life who cares like beat your parents up and everyone's like, you can't tell people to. yeah i was telling riley all the time just what are you talking about i'm like yeah you're like i can't like i am a latino person you am like yeah yeah black latino we're all the same thing just do this thing just go live your life and you're like you will lost your mind <laughs> And I'm telling, like, everyone, like, yeah, I told him, yeah, and I'm just, like, but, like, now looking back on it, obviously, I now can see that it was more so out of fear at the time. In my mind, though, I was, no, you're going to be great, you're going to be good, like, we're just going to jump your parents, and then what? Okay, now they (laughs) learned a lesson. Like, this is not my fault. I need to call them. What's happening here? (laughs) Yeah, 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 you're trans. Don't worry about it. You're, like, I am not trans. I'm, like, you are trans. I Googled. And you're just like, how are you going to tell me what Google said? This is my life. And I'm like, okay, but I'm here for the ride. Like, what's, <laughs> what's this really issue here? My voice as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I'm, I'm here for the ride. Like, let's go. And now I'm looking back. I was like, I was so freaking out of line. Oh, my <laughs> God. I can't believe I said this to him. But and you know, like, <laughs> you know, it's it's showing the fact that one of growth, but two of just like showing your own allyship and how it's grown and how at one point like it was like 
it was good, but also very performative to be like, all right, I need to see, I need to show that like I support them. And like, yes, at that time, like I really needed all the allies because I was just thinking about like how, and I like, did come out as non-binary in college um, and then like stuck it back in the closet and had them come back out again. Um, yeah. But, you know, like just as I myself like grew as I still, you know, I want to go back to, to little college of me and just be like, hey, it's okay. Um, but, you know, I needed this time to really like transition the way I wanted to and just like learn more about myself to feel okay in my body on the same way. Like, you know, you had to learn as well. Um, and I think something you brought up, which was really good that like then just slipped out my brain um, was just how, you know, a lot of us do learn from people we love um, about like, who they are and you end up knowing people before themselves. Like, you know, I was very afraid back then, still am honestly, um, about coming up in certain aspects because there is a big thing of, of non-acceptance um, within the, with any community I'm a part of, but really like the Latinx community um, of just unacceptance of our, our children of being trans or being queer or any part of the world. Um, mm -hmm. that's not considered to be like the word that I don't like the most is normal. Um, and it's just, you know, it's really nice to know that even back then it was just like, oh, you know, you had, a, you, you have accepting friends. You're going to have people that are always going to accept you. But back to this random thing about cisgender people, I still don't like <laughs> the word to be. Honest. I know. <laughs> um, because it's just like the the word itself it's like trying to put something that there is no need for a word like there trans people like we got a word because we were otherized and then cisgender people got that word because they're like oh well trans people get a word then i get a word too um and it's just like i can understand it but at the same time like it should just be like, you are not trans, so you don't get a word. Like the, the umbrella term of trans is so liberating and so amazing to have a community that like you having the word cisgender is just like, all right, cool. Like you got a word, do you want a cookie now? Um, <laughs> so like as much as now I'm more than okay with saying that someone's cisgender, like my partner is cisgender um, and you know, I love her all the same, even though she's cis. Um, and, but it's just, you know, the word cisgender came from a, uh, a want of having a word to identify that's like, oh, well, I'm not trans, so what am I? Um, and it's, you know, that word has evolved to be something that, I know, I think, I feel now there are two sides of it. There are people, there are cisgender people who think it's a, there's a negative connotation on being cis and my cis feelings are so hurt. Um, and it's just like, why? Why would you feel hurt because of this term? Because there is no negative connotation of being cis. Exactly. You have more privilege because you're cis. You are allowed to live because you're cis. Don't like think this is a bad word. Um, so like the evolution of the word cis has also been an evolution in my own way of thinking about it, of just being more comfortable with it, just because like it's now grown in being like 
not this like pedestal having kind of word, even though some people do use it as that and they are disgusting. Um, so if you are that person, think about your life. Um, but um, cisgender now is really just like making sure that trans people do have their own way to like identify people and just be okay with it. It's just, I, I just feel like there are a lot of cisgender people who, and I'm, it's just from my own experience, who use that word to like uh, weaponize it. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not here for the weaponization of that word because, you know, my, my life every day is weaponized. There are days that like I'm afraid to leave my apartment because of how I identify. Um, and I, you know, I won't even say how I identify because that kind of lessens who I am. Like who I am as a person is always attacked, always viewed as not okay. Um, and cisgender people don't have to deal with that. And it's a, it's a big thing of privilege of, you know, yeah. of, of cisgender people have privilege. There are trans people that have privilege. I have privilege. Um, like I'm able to, I have a job. I'm able to live alone. I'm a, I can pay my bills. Like that's a huge amount of privilege that other trans people do not have. And I like to acknowledge that because, you know, even the fact that I have parents that are semi accepting of my identity, like that's still privilege that I have that a lot of trans people don't. Um, and, you know, this is all stuff that we have to do in our lives of just like really acknowledging the fact that we have these privileges that allow us to ultimately um, get to a place quicker than most people. And it privilege should allow you to bring other people up and not hold them down. And I feel like a exactly. lot of people who have privilege push people down rather than pull them up. Um, and we should all be using our, our separate privileges in whatever aspect that they are um, to lift each other up. Because at, at some point in the day, like we all have some type of privilege in ourselves. Um, whether it's, you know, having insurance, whether it's, you know, being able to have a home, whether it's being able to have a meal. These are all privileges that we all have that we all take for granted, but we should allow these privileges to all, like, keep helping each other um, because there, there, aren't, there aren't a lot of people who are going to help people out there. Um, so, you know, the same way I use my work um, as a person who's come out, to uplift other people and help other people throughout their own gender journey. Um, my hope is to use this privilege that I have to help other people who are, like you saw me when I was in college, like who was very afraid. Um, and I'd like to be like, hey, you have one person on your side um, because one people, one, one people, <laughs> one person um, is, is enough sometimes um yeah 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 i think that's also the thing about like just looking back on your life and because like this whole my blog itself while it's about you know traveling having fun and i'll like eventually start putting recipes up because this recipe that i tested out last night was amazing so i'll put that on there you know and stuff like that but my whole thing is just a journey on i call everything the power of you because it's really just like believing in yourself believing in who you are and knowing that your the past your past mistakes while some of them may not be okay because i ain't saying just because now i'm all zinned out that i was not okay 
I mean, I was okay always. Some things, except for when I was an RA, I don't care what anybody say, every single last decision that I did and made against some people was absolutely in the right at that moment. But there are <laughs> other things. <laughs> Hashtag RA life. There were other things that, um, you know, I, mean, I could have done better or whatever. But for me, it's not even about, like, looking back and thinking. Because, like, and that's what I was saying. Like, in my mind, I was just being a really good ally. Because I was like, I don't know what to, like, then I could, could engage in a conversation with you because I didn't even know terminology. So, like, I had to go back, look up terminology. Then I'm like, okay, so I need to look up the terminology and listen to what you're saying this means for you and then piece it together for myself. And every time I piece it together, I was like, so what you're telling me is that you're trans and you're like, you're not listening to me. And I'm like, I'm listening. I hear everything you say, but what you're saying and what Google said lets me know that you might be trans. And you're just like, stop talking to me. And I'm like, no, you come back here and listen to everything I'm telling you, all my knowledge that I have researched because in my brain, I have spent hours on the computer writing down notes so I can engage in conversations that I don't understand and you go <laughs> listen and then I'm also in my head like you being pushy now if you be pushy people won't talk to you and I'm like someone gonna talk to me because I'm here and you know like ain't no one like it's not like we could be together and someone just says something crazy to you punch them in their face like who are you talking crazy to you gotta step to the right friends I'm not the right friend to mess with like this is not the the way to go like even when <laughs> our favorite bus driver who just assumed we were a couple <laughs> yes <laughs> i told someone that story the other day and i was like oh at this God, time I about that <laughs> you told who i totally forgot about that story. <laughs> <laughs> yes i was told someone about that the other day and i only remembered it because i was saying i have this friend who's a he's a gay man but he's not like a feminine gay man he's very masculine he's like six four like really built like tall gay black man dark skin like black man and every time we went to this winery i went to the same winery uh before but i like that winery so they had like this 20 dollars. it's literally 20 dollars, and you get a wine tasting you get to taste free five wines they have food it's a really nice uh vineyard it looks over like a mountainy area it's very nice um it's like it's two hours when we did the no toll route but if you do a toll route it's like an hour and 20 minutes but even then, it's still like a really nice drive up. And like, it's in New York. It's not far, actually. It's like, our, like I said, an hour and a half. But we went there, and him and I went there, and the lady, everyone thought we were a couple. And I'm like, we are not a couple. And he had told one lady, like, ma'am, I'm gay. Like, I, I have a whole boyfriend. I'm literally gay. And she still turned around and said, well, you and your girlfriend are really cute. And we just looked at each other. I was like, people just probably think we're a couple, just like that bus driver did with Riley and I. And I had to constantly say, like, nope, we're not a couple nope we're not like oh waiting for you with the umbrella and i was like nope still not a couple ma'am i have told you this for years <laughs> not a couple like oh okay well where are you guys going now such a cute couple we are not a couple <laughs> how many times can i tell you <laughs> i really like, one time like we're not a couple like when i was like the only person left in that suite and i was just like oh like it's raining today good thing you have your own umbrella because they're not here and i was like I ain't gonna tell you again. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell you one more time. We are not a couple. <laughs> yeah, like I had someone literally tell me, like, "Oh yeah, there's like gay." Like I literally had someone say this, and I thought I was gonna beat him up. And I had to remember I was at someone else's house. He said there are gay, light-skinned Dominican people, but he doesn't really think that like dark-skinned gay Dominican people exist. 
because they already have a struggle of being dark-skinned. And I said, let's go fight. Well, I didn't say that. What I had yeah. said was, no. I was like, fight. I was like, you are the dumbest person I have ever met. And I bet your parents are very mad at you because you are their child. And then he translated that into let's go fight. And I was like, I fight, man. I don't know why you thought you came from California to the New Yorks of the States, but this is not how it works over here, okay? The woman in the New Yorks of the States, we fight, man. This is not the way to go. And he's always saying that too about me, like, y'all are mad aggressive. That's why I don't like hanging out with y'all all the time because he's always like, the girls, are oh, you New York, you East Coast girls, you East Coast girls, you up like Northern East like, East Coast girls, da 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 da. And I'm like, because you used to be in the California, first of all, he's originally from the South. He lived in California. You used to be in so the South and in California where the women are not as aggressive. The uh-huh. women on the East Coast, I'm telling you right here, right now, the wherever the state of Baltimore is in, the Maryland, D.C., I'm going to even include Virginia just because. Uh, <laughs> Ohio, Pennsylvania, Massachusetts, <laughs> New York, New Jersey. What's that really in Rhode Island. This is not the way you want to go. We are the men, okay? There are no women in this state. We are all aggressive men. The men aren't even, we're not even like men, how you think of just men. No. We are all UFC fighting wrestlers, okay? Do not start with us. Okay? That's all that means today. That's it. Like, the women in New York State are the men in New York State. And I'm like, this is not the way you cannot argue with us because we have no problems fighting men okay we think everything is an equal opportunity over here in new york state we have the most strictest laws but at the same time we have the best everything else we will fight you (laughs) this is not the fight okay this is not the fight you wanted okay we are not your parents we don't have to love you (laughs) we will beat you up you don't want these games. We thugs. We throw hands. Stop playing with us in the New York of the states. Oh my God, you're arguing with that man. He better shut up. That's what he better do. He, allyship and having, you know, having that support, which is also where us as like friends kind of had like this weird like disconnect because I feel like fed up, but not fed up, angry, just like fed up, like give up, like all right, this is just life. That came from where I okay. I'm just supporting you so much and I was not getting like, and I don't want like a thank you. Cause that's not what my life is about. I don't need to thank you for doing things. I feel like you should just do as a friend. That's what, that's what friendship is. But I feel like I was like just supporting you and supporting you. And it was just being taken as like, okay, yeah, whatever. You're my friend. You're just going to be my friend. You're always going to be there. And I was just, where's also my support. Or then it was like I was given support and then I wanted more, which is like you can't always ask more of people, which now I see and understand, but like you can't always ask more of people. And I was just always, well, I feel like I'm doing so much to support you or I want to do these things. And then it was like I was, and first of all, social media is not real life, okay? People don't just look at things on social media because that's what I was doing in my mind. I make up all types of lies and stories in my head. So <laughs> in my mind, I was like looking at you on social media being like, really great friends and accepting the support in which I was trying to give you, which I felt like you were rejecting from me. We ain't never had bad business, you know? Exactly. <laughs> and we, and I feel like we have a bad friendship either. It was just like in my head, I'm just extremely supportive of like people in all their endeavors. And I just feel like no one was doing that. 
when it came to our time and friendship, even having like top surgery and stuff, I always felt like, okay, I'm here on vacation. You had top surgery. I want to come to your house. I want to be supportive of you. And you're like, no, 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 no. I'm sleeping or this and this and this. And then I was also going on social media seeing you post pictures of friends who was also there. So in my head, I'm just like, well, is this not a friendship? Is this is a friendship? Then it was come to Philly the visit, then it's also don't come to Philly because somebody, you know, I don't watch the footballs. But whatever that thing is, the Super Bowl, <laughs> I was just like, I'm constantly trying to be your friend, where my friend is not trying to be my friend. But mm-hmm. and when people ask me, they're like, because people ask me, like, she asked about you. And I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, Riley. I'm thinking about asking Riley to be in my podcast, even though we're not, you know, friends to, like, me personally, I don't think we're friends and stuff. Because the reason why we're not friends wasn't like he did something to me. I could say if you did something to me, you didn't necessarily do anything to me. It's just as a friendship, you couldn't give me what I needed. And I wasn't, and while I was being a friend and what I think a friend, friendship is, I was not being the friend that you also needed. So it was like, it was a double end thing of like, why would I be like, oh no, da, 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 I hate Riley. No, because to this day, someone still couldn't badmouth you. I'll still punch him in the face. You're not going to talk about no. Like, what are you doing? Crazy comment about you. It's going to be a problem. So I don't have, you know, whatever, but that's also what I think being an ally is. It's not always about your friendships and your connection to the person is, even if you disagree, if they said something that you know was wrong, how will you react to actually stand up for what was right? And I think this this adds a, another thing just, you know, for allies and for like us too. Like we have to not only be transparent of what we need, but you know, really talk about self-care and really talk about, like, taking care of yourself before taking care of others because mm-hmm. it's just not, it, it, you're not going to get, I guess, like, what you need out of it, but you're also just not going to be able to perform the best that you can if you are not, like, at least doing some sort of self-care. This is not saying that, like, you cannot be a like I don't know you can't be sad and take care of a sad person I am someone who is depressed and has anxiety and am going to be a therapist one day you know like it's not doesn't mean that I can't be an amazing therapist it just means that I have to take care of myself sometimes too in order to care for others and the same thing goes for allies like the people who are truly accomplices like you know we all have to because you know, I'm an ally in parts too. Like I'm an ally to the ACE community. I'm an ally to like other people in the LGBT community. You know, I have to take care of my own stuff in order to fight these battles for other people because then I will be burnt out and I will not know what to do and will be a crappy person. You know, it. we all have to make sure that we are taking care of ourselves the same way we're taking care of others because we're not going to be able to be our best selves if we're not doing that. Okay, well, this was very fun. Thank you for being on. No problem. Thank you for having me. I really enjoyed that. And rem- remembering the fact that, like, I did come out as trans, like, nine years ago. And tomorrow is actually my name day and my first day on testosterone. Um, Yay! Yeah, so it's really interesting to be like, oh, shit, I came out so long ago and then transitioned many years after. <laughs> Yeah, like, (laughs) okay, bye. Yeah, you like this, bye.